Hello and welcome to a podcast named Stuck in the 90s. We are your weekly nostalgia podcast dedicated to chronicling the years 1990 through to and including 1999. And sometimes we slip up a little bit and go a little before, go a little bit after, as is stuff. We're your hosts. My name's Chris Alvick. And I'm host Connor Thompson. Host Connor Thompson. Dun, dun, dun. This week we're going to be talking about some stuff. Like music. We haven't talked about much music this year, have we? We haven't talked about much music this year. We haven't talked about much music, period, I don't think. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. for any Americans, that is our MTV. It's like, any... uh, it's like MTV, but worse. I mean, it's... We held on to the music videos longer, That's though. true. We did do something, right? Yeah, and then by the time Jersey Shore came out, it was a lost cause. I had already not watched it in eight years. Fair enough. So, like Chris said, we haven't really talked much about music this year. Uh, We think there's some room for this on this episode. Uh, The Radiohead album containing Creep came out this month in 1993, so that's a pretty pivotal album. I think that's just generally accepted across the board. We have some information from a recent study about it, too, and we think there was was an Ace of Bass album released around this time, also in 93, right? February. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, so we also talked uh, a lot about video games this year, and uh, we were originally going to do that this week, but uh, we're bumping that to next week. So we're going to talk about the Game Genie next week a little bit, uh, which I think is, I think that's a cooler name than Game Shark. I agree. And way cooler than Action Replay. Garbage. Yeah, Game Genie. Just so cool. It's up there with the likes of Robin Williams in Aladdin, Shaquille O'Neal. Sinbad, all the genie, all the great genies all of the your, '90s. All your favorite '90s genies. Also, I think those are the only ones. Christina Aguilera Shit. in a bottle. Okay, there was one more. Yeah, uh, but we're also going to talk about the Olympics, which we mentioned we were going to do this week. Uh, all the Olympics of the '90s, none of which had their names mixed up with an Asian restaurant chain. Did you see that? No. Oh, a Chicago uh, TV station had this <gasps> background thing. PF Chang's. PF Chang 2018. Oh my God. That's so good. A legitimate, like, and it was an affiliate station. It was like a, an ABC or a Fox or something. That is glorious. Yeah, P.F. Chang 2018. I'm going to go seek this out after the show. Oh, yeah. uh, but let's take a brief break to tell you about our sponsor, because this week, Stuck in the 90s is brought to you by the shitty touch screens of the 90s. And if you're anything like me, as soon as I read that line, it just, it flooded back to me how terrible they were. Oh, yeah. As something that's been in development since the late 1960s, you'd maybe think that by the 90s, touchscreen technology would be fairly mature, but so many of the touchscreens back in the day were pretty goddamn awful. Oh, yeah. Poor ability to detect where the user is touching and the cost to produce were just some of the things that made this futuristic technology not quite there yet. I guess we just have to keep looking to Star Trek to see a touchscreen that maybe sort of worked until sometime in the mid-2000s, a little bit before iPhones came out, I think. Yeah, I think the iPhone was really the base touchscreen. And now we've easily graduated to some second base touchscreens. Oh, I can't wait until we get to third base. Yeah, those T- are the touchscreens touch, touch that, yeah. touch that touch back. Oh. Yeah. And we've also made, uh, with that note, we've made an impromptu decision to also plug our coloring book, Cockadoodles, a very adult coloring book. It's still a thing. It's still a thing. Full of things. It's on Amazon. Someone bought one at like 4.30 in the morning the other day. We get notifications whenever one sells. And it's always amusing when one is sold like after the bar closes. 
Yeah, that's uh, that's the best decisions. If you need free shipping, this is the kind of thing that, you know, if you bought 20 bucks on Amazon and you need to just kind of push it to free shipping level, why not, right? Remember, dongs. remember your old pals, Chris and Connor. Maybe not while you're looking at the book. Yeah, no, we're not in it. Don't get too excited. Anyway, let's, uh, let's talk about other things. All right. Such as, yeah, some, some stuff, some music, some, some music stuff and not penises. Anyway, it was pretty early on in the podcast when I think I said something like, I don't really get Radiohead very much besides Creep, but I'd like to. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. I remember that talk. And I don't think I've made a lot of progress since then. That was probably two years ago. No, we were on the same page. Yeah, I hear uh, I hear Karma Police on the radio once in a while. That's a pretty good song. It's okay. Yeah, but I'm still, yeah, I'm, I'm still not there. I'm still I'm, not at that point where I get Radiohead. No, I don't either. Anyway, it was on the 22nd of February in 1993 when Radiohead released their debut album called Pablo Honey. This is weird, but the album's title comes from a Jerky Boys prank call skit in which the prank caller says to his victim, Pablo, honey, please come to Florida. Here's the thing. I didn't know that the Jerky Boys were real until a few years ago. Now, here's the funnier thing. We So we're recording at Chris's house. Corey is Chris's roommate. Corey introduced me to the Jerky Boys. We used to download Jerky Boys prank calls, I shit you not, on Napster. And listen to them. And it was the best. Have you ever heard the skit? I haven't heard any of their things. Oh my god. I didn't, like I, I said, have... I didn't know they were real until recently. We are going to listen to one. It is called Masturbation Box. Okay. You, you I've seen that en- Reddit post, but... You will uh, enjoy it. Yeah, no, I, I just thought they were a made-up thing that George Michael listened to. Oh no, they're real. I know that. And they're spectacular. Seinfeld. Well, they're not. I mean, they're okay. Anyway, so the lead single off of this album was, of course, Creep, which had some radio play for a few months before this, and we stumbled upon a kind of weird study, oh, an article, really, titled, New Study Says 38-Year-Old Men Like Creep. Very specific title. The article focuses mainly on one bit of a recent New York Times article uh, in which the writer conducts research on how when we're born influences the music we listen to. Creep specifically is apparently the 164th most popular song for men aged 38. That's so specific. I know, but not in the top 300 for people born 10 years earlier or 10 years later. So the men who like Creep now were roughly 14 when the song came out in 93 And this is an alarmingly consistent pattern. The writer found that the songs that reached their commercial peak during a listener's teenage years, for men usually around 14, for women 13, were most likely to appear higher in an age range's most listened to tracks in the present day. Yeah. Uh, Also, according to the writers, uh, according to this article, he says one of the facts that he discovered is that Coolio's Gangsta Paradise is extremely unpopular amongst women in their 70s. Imagine that. Yeah. Uh, also, this February in music, Ace of Base, as we mentioned, released their debut studio album as well, titled Happy Nation on the 19th. It featured All That She Wants and not much else, so more on that later whenever we get to the album that had the sign on it. Uh, you know, this article basically just, that article summed up pretty much the podcast. We talk about things that we liked when we were, oh, not 14, I guess, because we weren't 14 in the 90s. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, okay, let's move on. What do you want to update regarding March Dino Madness? I think maybe next week. Should we just start drawing brackets out of uh, out of like a hat or something? Just start pairing, yeah, random pairings. Yeah, just random pairings. I like that. Also, um, uh, 
gosh, I can't remember their name. Uh, but a listener did send us a few 90s specific yeah, dinosaurs. Two, I think, two. right? Yeah, both I are from had movies, time right? To, yeah, I haven't had time to look at them and see, they uh, sounded, see how they fit. They sounded familiar, but I didn't immediately know what they were. Yeah, so next week we'll uh, hopefully update you on those dinosaurs and whether they make it into March Dino Madness. Also, very importantly. Yeah, and we have one that we are definitely oh, adding. Oh, yeah. The Toronto Raptor. Oh, this was maybe one of the most important dinosaurs of the 90s if you lived in the GTA. Yeah, I think so. And as a basketball franchise from 1995, it more than fits the criteria of a 90s dinosaur. It's even a dinosaur. Yeah. So that's important, but not as important as it maybe should be. Um, Okay, let's move on to this week's Spotlight. We should probably talk about the Winter Olympics, uh, seeing that this is February and in 2018, which is right now, if, if you're, I don't know, if you had a bump on the noodle or something, this year's 2018. So write that down. Uh, and right now, the Winter Olympics are currently ongoing. The Winter Olympics went through a lot of changes during the 90s, the most noticeable probably being that the Summer and Winter Olympics uh, went from taking place during the same years to being separated by two years. So as a result, we got a bonus Winter Olympics. Gotta love that bonus Olympics. The 1988 Olympics were a hard act to follow because they took place in Canada, the country where Winter learned not to just be shit. And more importantly, this is where the events depicted in Cruel Runnings, which wasn't out yet, happened. So, you know, uh, just to make up for that, they put it in some random French town in 1992 that you'd only know about if you're either super into the Olympics or super into France. And that was a place called Albertville. 1994 brought the Winter Olympics to Lillehammer, which is maybe the coolest named city. I love Lillehammer. It sounds fancy but aggressive. Uh, and Lillehammer is in Norway, and obviously this was only two years later. <laughs> so Chris breaks down uh, Lillehammer, yes. which, which combines lily, like a soft flower, with hammer, something hard and blunt. And that's kind of like winter itself. The feeling of snow is soft and nice and pretty, uh, but it's also hard, cold, and damaging, much, again, like a hammer. So the coat of arms of Lillehammer is literally a man on skis with a spear or ski pole type it's thing. Definitely a spear. Okay, and a shield. Dude's gonna French fry his way into battle, but he will remember to pizza when is necessary. Oh yeah, he will pizza and then stab a bitch, and, and then, then he will keep French frying and French fry. In 1998, we had our Winter Olympics in Nagano. Snowboarding became a thing, and. You know, doing things on boards was really cool back then. uh, Skateboarding was huge. Surfboards were given to the Teen Choice Award winners. Oh, yeah. And then the U.S. fucked it up with waterboarding. They sure did. Brief pause. Do you remember the Nagano Winter Olympics game for Nintendo 64? No. It was trash. That's all I have to say about that. Is it better than... I don't think either of us have played this, but... The Sonic uh, one? Yeah, the Mario and Sonic go to the, the Olympics. I have played that, and that one's better. Okay. Um, but let's talk about the actual Olympics. Not just talk about yeah, like, just, Lillehammer. Just places. In 1986, the IOC had voted to separate the summer and winter games and place them in alternating, even-numbered years. The 92 games were the last to be held in the same year as the summer games. So they were in, they were hosted in the French Savoy region in the city of Albertville, and this was the first games to be held after the fall of communism and the fall of the Berlin Wall, and Germany competed as a unified nation for the first time since 1964's games. Wow. Former Yugoslavian republics Croatia and Slovenia made their debuts as independent nations. Most of the former Soviet republics still competed under a single team known as the Unified Team, but the Baltic states made independent appearances for the first time since 
prior to World War II. Wow. New Zealand skier Annalise Koberger became the first Winter Olympic medalist from the Southern Hemisphere when she won a silver in the women's slalom. Neat. Slalom's pretty cool. Slalom is... I love all Winter Olympics, even curling. Even... uh, Curling's kind of cool. Curling's intense. Yeah. Um... In grade 12, we went curling with my physics class. I was there. Someone, yeah. I wasn't in your physics class, but I was we there. Were, yeah. And uh, someone chipped a tooth. Oh, I remember that. Who, yeah. Who was that that fell on their face? Was it JJ? No, uh, James Clark. Oh, it was J- that's right. It was James Clark. Yeah. This means nothing to any of our listeners. Yeah. 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 Anyway, uh, so in the Olympics this year, Germany led the medal count with 10 gold, 10 silver, and 6 bronze. Canada kind of shit the bed, coming in at 7th in the medal count with... Seven medals, actually. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, at least we got silver in men's hockey, so that's a thing. Uh, it's also probably time to remind everyone that in 1992, there was no women's hockey. 1992. Well, women didn't know how to play yet. That's not true, actually. That's, that's not true. God damn it, Olympics. <laughs> the 1994 games held in Lillehammer, Norway, which became... The first Winter Olympics to be held separately from the Summer Games featured the saga of Nancy Kerrigan and Tonya Harding that we talked about earlier this year and is also, you know, that that movie, I, Tonya. Canada once again came in seventh, but with 13 medals this time. So we're getting there. It feels, feels better. feels better. Russia cleaned up with 11 gold, 8 silver, and 4 bronze. The U.S. also had 13 medals, but got fifth place because of that sweet, sweet gold. It's also probably time to remind everyone that in 1994, there was no women's hockey. 1994. Women, hockey, Olympics. New. Let's move on to 1998, where we we went to the east. Easter than these two other places that are both more east relative to us. We went to Nagano. That was in Japan. This is the first Winter Olympics I really truly remember. Yeah, this was super cool. Yeah, it was also the first games to host more than 2,000 athletes. That is a lot of jocks. Uh, The men's ice hockey tournament was open to professionals for the first time. Canada and the United States, with their many NHL players, were favored to win the tournament. Neither won any medals. Tara Lipinski, that's a name I forgot about. Yeah. Uh, of the United States, at the age of 15, became the youngest female gold medalist in an individual event ever when she won figure skating. Hmm. Canada did better this time around with six gold, five silver, and four bronze for 15 total medals and fourth place behind Germany, Norway, and Russia. And above the U.S. Canada! Kazakhstan also won two medals. Ooh, yeah. Kazakhstan is the number one exporter of potassium. Other countries have inferior potassium. They do. In snowboarding, Canadian Ross Ribagliotti won the gold medal in the men's giant slalom, but if you'll remember, it was briefly stripped by the IOC after he tested positive for THC, the active component in marijuana, or cannabis, depending or- on... Marijuana. Marijuana. Um, after the Canadian Olympic Association filed an appeal, however, the IOC's decision was overturned because if every Olympic snowboarder tested positive for marijuana was stripped of their medal, they would have to cancel the event. Uh, the actual reality of it, though, was that THC wasn't a banned substance. And it's not a performance-enhancing drug. If anything, it's like a performance-impeding drug. Uh, yeah, I would think so. I mean, there is an argument to be made for calming the nerves. But okay, yeah, that's true. I get it. Um, yeah, but like, could you pop a Tylenol or like drink a beer? Is beer a banned substance? I mean, it's probably not a good idea to go into well, a fucking like ice jump or who knows what like smashed, but... 
Yeah, I mean, also you, you do you. However, in more gender-based exciting news, women's ice hockey finally made its debut. Uh, but the United States won the gold medal, so it was stupid and a waste of time. Yeah, fuck it. Uh, 2002 is the year that ice hockey counts, right? Agreed. Yeah. Have we won since? Yeah, we okay. won in 2010. I don't... Oh, yeah. We yeah. cleaned up in 2010. Yeah, we did. Yeah. It helped being in Vancouver. Hashtag own the podium. Hashtag I don't have another hashtag. Oh, okay. I want to tell you a brief story about, about the 2010 Olympics. Okay. We're, we're moving away from the 90s for a second. Like I said, I'm we... In... We, we, we do that sometimes. from time. Yeah, time to time. I'm in fourth year university. People are pouring out onto the streets. I live in London, Ontario. Uh, I went to Western, which is a party university. It made it onto Playboy's top 10 party universities in, in North America a few years ago. So we're because Fanshawe is a college. That's true. We're very proud of that, though. So everyone's hammered. People are on the street chanting, oh, Canada. Uh, I'm walking back to my place with a few friends. And we're behind this girl who's walking in six-inch heels, talking to her friend on a cell phone, just yelling about something or other. And I hear, oh, hold on a minute. This girl does not break stride, but rather starts stepping more widely because she's vomiting between her feet while she walks. Did not break with the phone call and did this three more times. She puked on the street four times. She's an expert. She is a professional. I've never been more impressed with anything that anyone has ever done. I feel, yeah, like the amount of being impressed and being disgusted that venn diagram probably just moved closer and closer together oh, every time she won a gold medal for alcoholism that night yeah no that doubt. stuck the landing yep yeah anyway that's uh that's all we have to about have about the olympics do you have any other olympic stories i don't think so oh no i do have one actually so uh recently i saw i saw on reddit i think it was in the video subreddit so at the Olympic Games, when Tonya Harding was doing her skate, and we talked about it when her lace broke and she got real, that was filmed in 1080p in 1994. The, fuck? the Japanese did it. Ah. They're, they're ahead of us. They're ahead of us in every way. You can watch the footage online, and it is crazy to see people from 1994 in that definition. I mean, film stuff can still be upscaled and look like that, but I, I, there's a certain video aesthetic that film doesn't have. It's wild. I'll That's show. Better. I'll show it to you after this. Maybe I'll post it up on the Facebook page too because it's really cool. Yeah, that would be. It's so clear, crystal clear. Oh yeah, you know what? I saw. I saw. I've seen a few things with like 1080p footage. Yeah. And it is not from now, and it just. It, you're right. It, there's such. There's something weird about seeing cars and hairstyles of not yeah. that long ago the but... hair is really what gets me it's so big and so clear mm -hmm. when did it when are they starting to make shit about the 90s like that 70s show was 20 years ago yeah in the 90s yeah well, we're at that they point they did that 80s show that it's probably horrible. coming it was terrible yeah like but, when I mean, is, we're seeing well, it with itonia that's a movie about an about event the 90s. in the 90s that's true but we haven't had like a tv I've, i think uh fresh off the boat that might take place in the 90s i don't know i haven't seen it me either but i yeah. i've heard it takes place in the 90s okay well we'll have to look into that yeah we should as we often do research on the 90s from time to time yeah and sometimes we just make shit up most of the time actually well, no, that's Did not the true. 1992 Olympics actually take place in a town called Albertville? You have to look it up. You don't actually know. No, you might not know. You might not actually might know not that. Know. Maybe like when you first heard it, you're like, yeah, that sounds right. And now you're doubting it. Yeah. Because yeah. where the fuck is Albertville? You're going to have to check. Yeah. Albertville and does sound made up though, right? It kind of does. It especially for a town funny. in France. Yeah. 
Yeah, who is Albert? Was he well, a king? It, was he a prince? Wouldn't it be Laubertville? Yeah, L- Albertville. Laubertville. Laubertville. Anyway. Maybe it was. Maybe. You know how we like uh, anglicize names? Like, we did uh, it. Like there's like Torino and Torin. Yeah. Yeah, maybe it is Laubertville. We'll have to we'll have to contact someone at P.F. Chang's about it and see if we can get an official response. Do we have any P.F. Chang's in Canada? No, we don't. That's not a thing. Fuck it. Yeah. Damn. Anyway, um, I think that's about all I've got for this one. Yeah, I've got nothing. Okay. Um, as always, you can find us online, stuckinthe90spodcast.com. We're on Twitter at SIT90s. We're on Facebook and Instagram at Stuck in the 90s Podcast. We are still taking your suggestions for 90s dinosaurs. We have many spots left. We're only at 41, so... I don't think we're going to break 50, but we, might we are not, willing but, to. You know, where if you have the will, we have the way. We so have the dinosaurs. If we, you have the dino... We know the way. No that. Um, yeah, that's, that's about the end of that. Oh, if yeah. you want to be a sponsor... You can pay us in tacos. You can pay us in Pizza Hut buffet coupons. We were talking oh, about the Pizza yeah. Hut buffet earlier. Happy 90s memories. Drop us a line. Stuck in the 90s podcast at gmail.com. We'll be back next week to talk about Game Genie and probably some other things too. I don't know what. Maybe and yeah, Pizza I think Hut. we'll probably. Yeah, we can talk about. Have we, we talked talk about, about Book It yet? No, I don't think so. Man, Book It was a cool thing. Book It was a cool thing. Yeah, free personal pan pizza just for reading. I think we've mentioned it actually. Yeah, I think we, we might have. That might have been really early on in the podcast. I could really go for some pizza. I'd love pizza. Yeah, I'm going to order you a pizza. Next week, we're also going to talk about why we've been so hungry lately. Yeah, we're in a, we're in a fat loss competition. More on that later. Yeah, uh, but for now, let's let's cut this off. Yeah, the, the podcast, podcast is, is now, now calories. Pizza.